process. My name is Robert. I am the Recovery Guy. And if this is Thursday, this must be the checkup. Thank you so much for tuning back in. Uh, so excited that you are here. Uh, I could not be more thrilled. Uh, and so on behalf of uh, JJ and uh, John Barker and myself uh, at Recovery Guy uh, Podcast, we're just very grateful that you decided to take a listen again. Everything is going fantastic and we Certainly have you to thank for that. Please continue to listen, subscribe, comment, and share with those in need and tell a friend of what we are doing and let them come on board with us as well. Uh, Whether you are listening on uh, any of the major podcast channels, uh, also feel free to go to recoveryguide.org and download uh, any of my uh, 32 video segments. Got an incredible uh, Chalk Talk by Father Martin on there, a couple of my other talks from speaker meetings and opportunities where you will get to uh, take a look at some of our other uh, free material and join in this thing of becoming well and recovering from the inside out. We recover. We try not to leave anything left behind because we know that anything left behind, anything that I have not dealt with and delivered on the other side, uh, then it always has the potential of coming back and bringing me harm. And that's usually when I least expect it or don't understand that. So, you know, we do want to go from broken to whole in this journey, and we want to do it together. So again, thank you for listening. Please continue to do so. You know, I mentioned the other day and Monday is the fix that I came across across this cat, uh, kind of a a late bloomer to things a lot of times. uh, uh, Jay Shetty has been around for a while with this incredible on-purpose podcast. And if you haven't listened to it yet, go find it. It's just on purpose. And Jay Shetty, and he uh, is just a wonderful person of inspiration, of wellness, of seeking a higher domain of exploring his life and sharing the positive responses he's getting uh, with us and we can all grow together. So as I was listening to one of Jay's podcasts, Jay happened to mention that the reason, and this is so simple, I love it, the reason that it's entitled On Purpose is is, is how he conducts his life. You know, he conducts it on purpose. So when you hear his thoughts and understand where his life is, even at uh, fabulous 31 years old and just uh, beginning to continue to explore, Jay does what Jay does on purpose. It is by design. And I love that so much because like Jay, this is what I do. Uh, People often ask me, how do I show up day in and day out with this excited uh, energy, this purpose, this desire to make a difference, a positive difference in the life of people that I come across. And you know what I tell them? I say, this is by design. This is not by accident. And I tell them, 
I do what I do. I am the way I am on purpose. There are things that I do in my daily mindset training that I conduct. I do this on purpose. This is by design. So it's not by accident when you hear people like Jay or Tony Robbins or Pitbull or any of the other giants that are out there promoting this wellness, this um, uh, this quality movement that Stephen Covey talks about, the inside-out approach to quality and change. Um, it's on purpose. And everyone does what they do on purpose. It's just that some people's purpose or what they do on purpose is healthier than others. Think about that. If you're not getting what you want, understand that what you're doing is on purpose. It, it is by the design that you've decided for whatever reason you are going to do, how you're going to conduct yourself. And it's not until we change what we're doing on purpose that we can get that different result. And that really brings me to today's topic. It, it is uh, becoming the best version of you. Becoming the best version of you. Uh, just like I was mentioning uh, on purpose on the podcast, I was listening to one and it was really exciting. It was with this um, young lady uh, named uh, Liza or yeah, Liza Kashi, K-O-S-H-Y. And I wasn't very familiar with her, which again tells you sometimes I operate uh, away from the crowd but she is this hugely popular uh, YouTube person, and I really loved her vibe. The podcast that she was on uh, Jay's uh, show as his guest was Becoming the Person You Should Have Been. And I'm not going to go into it a lot. I'm just going to tell you to go listen to it. So go find Jay, the On Person uh, on Purpose podcast, and go to the Becoming the person you should have been with Liza Kashi. And it will encourage and bless you the way it did me. And I think it will resonate with you tremendously. So as a springboard, I thought I would share my thoughts regarding that in common, you know, becoming the person you should have been is my version of becoming the best version of you. So, so often, you know, people lose their way in, in what they're doing. And, and I had a podcast a while back. It talked about people getting in a rut, right? And getting stuck along the way. Sometimes it's because we want to become somebody else because we are so tired of being who we are. Do you, you remember feeling that way? You know, in recovery, we would say we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And although I, I understand that we are better off being satisfied with, with who we are, yet sometimes we're, we're not settling for where we are at as well. So we go through these changes of Sometimes we're satisfied, sometimes we're not. Sometimes we wish we were doing something else somewhere else. Sometimes we're okay with that. We're, we're hit and miss. But for the most part, 
we're not happy with the version of who we are. We, we need to know what we became. We need to take personal inventory as, as what we can or should do and what we have become. Then we have to be willing to take certain steps, incremental steps, to achieve whatever goal or whatever version we want to become of ourselves. Do, do you know someone who has achieved what you are hoping to accomplish? You know, if you do, enlist them. Are, are you willing to risk knowing that what you are currently doing is not currently working? Einstein said, you cannot evolve or you cannot become the better version of yourself, I'm paraphrasing here, with the thinking that got you to where you are at. There needs to be a personality change. In Alcoholics Anonymous, it talks about a personality change sufficient to bring about recovery. And that's what Einstein is saying here. I need to change the way I think. I need to have a personality adjustment. I need to think on a different level, a different plane, because my best thinking, again, I heard in the rooms of recovery, my best thinking got me here. The condition I'm in that leaves me feeling unsatisfied with the version that I am, that thinking got me here. That same thinking cannot get me out of here. It cannot elevate me. So I'm going to share with you six things that I think can work for us who want to become the better version of ourself. So becoming the best version of you. Now, I was having a conversation a little bit earlier tonight with with my friend, and he was telling me he needs to grow and change and to develop these other skill sets in his life. And and as we were talking, I I I shared with him that we have to identify what we can control and what we can't control. So here are some of the things that we can control. So Number one, in becoming the best version of you. And again, these are things that are for a lifetime. Just like Zig Ziglar taught me in his goal-setting program, you know, goals need to be realistic. They need to be written. They need to be realistic. They need to be measurable. And we need to break down incrementally. I love the example that Zig gave when he talked about writing his book. And I I forget what numbers they were. So forgive me that if the numbers don't make sense, but you'll understand by the example. So Zig said that his book was going to be, I don't know, 187 pages. I think he was referring to see you at the top, 187 pages. And then he realized when he wanted to get the book done by. 
And then he divided that into the number of pages and realized how many pages he had to write each day to achieve his goal of six months or a year, whatever it was, to have this book of 187 pages. But he broke it down. He had a goal. This is what I want to achieve. This is the timeline I need to achieve it in. This is where I'm starting from. So this is what I need to do every day. And that's what's great about these things. You know, one of the things that were so important for me to understand uh, in my recovery was that I didn't get this way overnight. And even though I make a decision overnight or in a vacuum that I'm going to become well, I don't become well just because of that decision. My decision to do that is my motivator to make the changes But the changes are very incremental and they occur over time and the bad behaviors are pushed out by new behaviors and the, and the negative reactions are and responses of who I was and what I was doing are now replaced with good responses because I am changing who I am and doing things differently. So as I go through this list, please be patient with yourself. Don't be too patient that we become lazy in our approach to change. Be aggressive, want it, and be willing to go to any lengths to get it as it's said, and you will achieve the goals and the results that you're looking to. So here we go. Number one, decide you will become the person you should have been. Right? And just taking that from, from, uh, from Liza Cossey in her title of the podcast with Jay, become the person you should have been. So decide that you will be that person because without a decision to become that other person, we will remain who we are, that person we're not happy with. And so not only paying lip service to it, One of the things that Zig, once again, quoting the great Zig Ziglar in his goals, he said that uh, goals need to be written. That's the first rule of goals, need to be written. There needs to be a commitment there. And when we write things down, we're we're making a physical commitment to a a physical or non-physical notion, which is a thought. He said, if it's not written, then it's a wish. And the same thing here, when you decide Are you really deciding? Are you turning around? Or are you just paying lip service because the pain of settling for where you're at is too great? So just like we've done before, yeah, I'm going to change. Yeah, it hurts. No, decide. Make a decision right now. I'm not happy with the person that I am. I will become the person I should have been or the person I have desired to become. So that is the first thing that I need to do. Once I do that, I need to have a vision of how I'm going to get there. This doesn't happen by osmosis, and this isn't blind luck. Remember, just like Jay, his podcast is on purpose, so I would imagine that if we look further into Jay, just like you would me or other people of accomplishment, 
Tony Robbins does a great, um, uh, you know, uh, personal empowerment, right? Claiming your power. There's a path, a vision, and then there's a way to get there. Have a vision of how to get there. One of the greatest ways of teaching and instruction is visualization, to see it occurring in your life, to see yourself as this different person, to see the path that you will walk. Very important. So decide you will become the person you should have been. Then have a vision of how to get there. Thirdly, Become the owner of a person or an idea that never gives up. Be own that thought. I will not quit. I might relapse. I might fall. I might make a mistake because we will make mistakes along the journey. I love in the program of recovery, we claim spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. Unfortunately, in my journey of recovery early on after 72 days of sobriety, I relapsed. And that was a very difficult time for me. However, I did not give up of changing. I had developed in those 72 days of my early sobriety that I was not going to give up. And I was not going to allow that setback to keep me from doing what I knew I had to do and what I could do. I owned a never give up attitude and I was going to keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back until I was able to accomplish the goal of being a person of sobriety, a person of recovery. And to this day, 33 and a half years later, I have a never give up attitude. As my friend Pete the Greek always said in terms of step one is the most important step and the only step I ever have to do to perfection. And over 33 years, I have never failed in step one, but I've made mistakes in other areas. (laughs) Ask my wife, ask my children, ask my employers, ask my friends, ask my siblings. But I never gave up on what I wanted to become, and the levels that I wanted to achieve. So to this day, I own that. To this day, I still have a vision. To this day, there's a person that I want to become that's even more enlightened and more encouraged and more satisfied and more resourceful and more effective than the person I am today. Number four is really huge. This is so vital Remove the naysayers and self-doubters while you are enlisting the help of someone who has achieved what you desire. So a twofold thing. We are going to remove the negative people. They are called your irregular people. Uh, Joyce Landorf, years ago, I had heard this talk and it was on your irregular people. And it's about the naysayers. You know, not everyone wants you well. Did you hear me? And, And it's sad to realize that some of those people will be close to you. Not everyone wants you well. 
because you becoming well, you achieving your goal, you becoming the person you should have come, oftentimes will expose them for who they are, who they're not happy with. Those are the naysayers so often. That's why they're naysaying. They don't want you to achieve. Stephen Covey calls them people with deficiency mentality. They will fill you with the fact that you either can't do it or you're not worthy of doing it because you're like them. Self-doubt. Remove self-doubt. Again, you have a vision. You've made the decision to become the person you should have become. You you become the owner of a never-give-up attitude. Remove the self-doubt because you can become anything you decide to become on purpose, as Jay would say. So remove that self-doubt incrementally as you see yourself making great strides in this new decision you've made, and you will see accomplishments. As we push out darkness, we do so by introducing light. Self-doubt slips away as we see ourselves begin to accomplish things that previously we weren't accomplishing. Finding a person who will help you along the way, someone that you trust, is so important because they're going to encourage you to continue moving forward when you would otherwise want to quit. And they'll use the evidence in their life that they felt like you felt and they were able to work through it the way they will encourage you to work through it. Believe that you have value and develop a belief in a power that can do for you what you have been unable to do for yourself. Now, there's a lot of self-talk people out there, and positive self-talk is great. There's people out there that say, you do this on your own. You do this. You know what? You can have that belief, and that's fine, but I don't subscribe to that. Do I believe I perform the action? Yes. No one performs the, my action for me. This does not occur by osmosis. However, the only thing I ever did by myself almost killed me. The only thing I can lay claim to have accomplished by myself is all the negatives in my world, to being a philandering husband, a father who walked out on his children, a person who couldn't hold a job, a person who became so addicted to drugs and alcohol that he was willing to give up his entire life and everything that he held near and dear. That's what I did on my own. Everything I've done in my life in a positive nature took a power greater than me, took a group of people, took individuals, took new writings, took new away, a new way of thinking that I learned from other people. I'd never done anything positive on my own, on my own. It always took somebody else helping me along the way, and I performed the action. But I developed and believed that I have value, 
that I'm worthy. And then I enlist a power that's greater than me. In recovery, we call it God as you understand God. Now, I'm a born-again Christian. Many of you know that I have a particular belief in God and Christ as my Savior. You find that power that's going to work for you, and you latch onto that power, and you trust that power in ways that you've never trusted anything before. And if you're not sure of who that power is or, or what that power can do, that's where that person who you've enlisted to help you, let them help you understand where where their power comes from and their sense of belief and faith. Because so much of this is something that we can't see. And that's faith. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for uh, and things unseen. Faith is is a wonderful thing to have, but we can't see it. But we know Things happen, whether we see them happen or not, they occur and appear in our life. Again, I think I misquoted that, but faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. I think I got it right, but you understand what I'm saying. Next thing you do, once we develop this, we set out on the journey. This is the coolest part of it all. This is a journey. This is not a destination. You talk to anyone who is involved in the quality movement in reinventing themselves and becoming the best version. I am the best version of me today. I want to be a better version of that tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. Because I am on this journey. This is not a destination. I am whole. I was broken. But guess what? I can become more whole. I can become more well, or as my friend Tom Bennett would say, I can become weller, right? Don't you want to become well? Don't you want to become whole? Don't you want to become the best possible version of yourself? Or as Miss Kashi says, don't you want to become the person you should have been? Decide you will become the person. Have a vision of how to get there. Become the owner of a never-give-up attitude. Remove the naysayers and the self-doubt. Enlist someone who will help you who has done this along the way. Believe that you have value and develop a relationship and a belief and a power that can do for you what you have been unable to do for yourself. And when all said and done, set out on the journey. Thank you for joining me today for the checkup. I hope this has served you well. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for going to Spotify, Google Play, iTunes Podcast, Stitcher, Podbean. Thank you for listening, subscribing, commenting, sharing, telling your friends. Let's make this thing huge. We are so excited about your response. Please let me know how we're doing. Please leave a comment. Please share. Let's get well. Let's do this thing together. My name is Robert. I'm the recovery guy. Thank you so much for joining us today. I was trying-